0: The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.
1: Today
0: FM. Well, whatever about provincial football finals last weekend, being competitive or not, we expect two epic hurling finals this weekend in Munster, Clare versus Limerick on Sunday at Semple Stadium at 4 o'clock. Tomorrow evening in Croke Park for the Leinster final is Galway and Kilkenny. We're joined by Seamus Hickey uh, from Limerick, James e. O'Connor from Clare, former All-Ireland winners, but let's start by talking a little bit about the Leinster final. And James, yes, I suppose all the focus again, particularly after that now infamous post-match handshake in the round-robin stages between Brian Cody and Henry Shefflin and how the two managers are going to deport themselves towards each other. What are you expecting?
2: Well, I think the, both managers will be trying to put that very much to the background. Because um, you know, this is what happens on the pitch, and there was too much commentary, to be honest about it. You know, I mean, it was one of those things where as well, the cameras linger and it appears, you know, as if it was probably to last longer than what it was. Um, I don't know whether they've spoken about it, you know, with each other. Um, but either way, I think, that, you know, their focus will be on very much on what happens on the pitch. And, you know, Kilkenny now, Matt, have lost two out of the big three games. Uh, they lost to the Wexford for the first time at home in Roland Park, last day out. And they're heading into the final, you know, under a cloud. You know, where's their form? And, um, you know, what's their best starting fifteen? You know, obviously questions about the game plan going out the window, the pressure down on last games. And that makes them dangerous, Matt, because when the cats are backed into a corner and when, you know, things are questioned and you know, there's a lot of these doubts, um, you know, that's I think when you can see a response and that makes them dangerous opponents for going to be hit.
0: Yeah, because Seamus do Kilkenny still have sufficient numbers of personnel to win games if they get their tactics and selection right.
1: Every team has especially the last the remaining teams uh, between Leinster and Munster they all can win a game um, I have my doubts about Kilkenny's ability to beat the I suppose the bigger teams on a regular basis the Westward game probably reinforced a little bit of doubt that's there about this, this current crop um, but Why is that? You know, uh, well so in terms of um, Kilkenny Wexford and even Kilkenny Dublin over the past couple of years Kilkenny have been susceptible in Leinster which I would have said isn't as strong as as the Munster province uh for the last 3 years they've just been susceptible to losing games that that uh you'd expect them either to to win or you know that they need to win to to stamp their authority on the province so I I think um you know the game between Kilkenny and Galway the last day was a, it was a superb game I think it brought the best out of both teams um, but, you know, the, the Wexford game the last day didn't. I, I don't think it told a lie about uh, about the, the teams remaining.
0: So, James, he could Galway have the advantage in that Henry Shefflin knows the vast majority of these Kilkenny players so well, better presumably than Cody knows about the Galway players, and can plan accordingly?
2: Yeah, I think it's probably an advantage, um, Matt. I mean, again, you know, you you imagine that Henry you know, has got a lot of you know what he learned from Brian and Kilkenny. You know, in terms of look at the way they play, in terms of you know individual responsibility, the ability to win your own ball, and um, and so on. But I think that the key thing for me with Wexford, you know, the last day was they got the matchups right, and um, particularly at the back. You know, Matt O'Hanlon did a great job on TJ Reid. Um, you know, and all over the defence, um, you know, just Wexford appeared to get the right. You know, Paddy Foley, for example, again on 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 Walsh Walsh, he gave his probably ability, and that's I think something that Henry, you know, you'd imagine with. Will, you know, will be in a position to, to do and get those individual match-ups, you know spot on. and That was one thing that they probably didn't get right the last time because Owen Cody you know, caused real problems and they struggled to get a handle on him. And If, if they'd managed to put the shackles on, on Cody that afternoon, you'd imagine the result in the marriage and the victory would have been a lot more comfortable than, than, than what it was. But as I said, Matt, you know, Kilkenny, there would have been a lot of soul-searching you know, over the last fortnight, And, um, you know, the performance they gave against Wexford, you know, they'll know won't be, won't be good enough. And I think, you know, usually when <laughs> the doubts are expressed about this Kikini team, that's, you know, that's when they're at the most dangerous. And, and I think they'll be really stoked, especially with Henning in the opposition corner, you know, to make sure that, you know, that they, they they produce a much better performance than they did in Salt Hill, and certainly than, than they did in, in you know, in Nolan Park. And sandwiched in between that, Matt, I mean, I thought they were excellent against Dublin. Now, clearly, you know, we saw Dublin, you know, from... 10-up, you know, simply to the forward to survive at this level. But there were so many positive things about that key performance. That You know, the, the Wexford display was a real, real step back, and it has be concerning for Cody. You know what I mean? That key players suddenly appear to have no form at, at, at a crucial time of the season.
0: I know, Seamus and James, there's Don playing the Cody versus Shefflin thing, but it must be a feature, given that it's a master and apprentice type relationship. I mean, how sweet would it be for Shefflin in his first season in charge in Galway to beat Kilkenny twice in the championship and to take a Leinster championship off them?
1: I, I'm as a player, as a former player, I, I never, I never really was fueled by any of these narratives that are that, that were around managers that were returning. So that even with uh, the likes of John Allen against Cork, you know, it was when we were playing, it was never a motivation factor to. To win one for the Gibber. It, it, it's it's really a it's it's really a motivating factor or a central motivating factor. You're doing it now, for yourself
0: for it, and you're doing it for the team, is it?
1: Well, well, like especially in his first year. So there is there. I'd be amazed if there's that deep connection, that personal connection between Henry and and the guys above in, in Galway. They sure they have an absolute immense respect for him as a player. But like this is his first year as a manager. I'd be amazed if there's that ingrained deep personal connection between player and manager that would require that. Uh, you know for that to be um, a key motivating factor it's to me it's a it's a narrative and it's possibly a distraction that they're being told to avoid avoid. and and I think that's how it plays into the whole affair
0: okay let's move to the Munster final Clare against Limerick on Sunday in Semple Stadium and this promises to be an absolute cracker because Jamesy you must be delighted at the way Clare have gone so far this year but can they if they're up against a nearer to full strength Limerick team continue the progress of the season
2: yeah, big big test, Matt. Um, listen, it's been a it's been a fantastic summer from a Clare perspective. Um I suppose look at you know, ahead of the championship I, I was worried that we, we might make it into the top three in Munster given, you know, we were down, Aidan McCarthy, David Reedy wasn't going to play a part in the initial matches, Mark Rogers was lost. And Shane Duggan looked like or Shane or O'Donnell looked like he might miss the championship through through the concussion issues and Peter Duggan had you know, been injured in inopportune moments and, and missed lead time. And I felt that two years away in Australia, he'd have to get some some, some game time in, in the league. So for those two guys, for Duggan and O'Donnell to come back and come back, mad at the level they've played at, has been exceptional. And it's, it's just given a massive jolt of confidence and energy to the team. And Clare in a great place um, at the moment. There's a real sense of unity and a buzz around the county. And that game, you know, a month ago, Matt, was absolutely electric, you know, full house, Great atmosphere, you know. Great banter before, during, after between the, the rival sets of supporters, and the fact that this is a sellout on Sunday night, tickets were sold, you know, pretty quickly after they went on on, on general sale. tells you about the, the interest levels and the appetite in the Midwest for you know this great rivalry that we you know we haven't seen on the Monster Final stage in, in, in a long, long time. So I look at it, we're there definitely in the fight and we're there with the chance, but you still sense that you know the head of ten. You if Limerick bring their A game, and um, you know no. Is going to is going to live with them. They're, they're the best team in the country, and they've answered whatever questions have been have been asked of them. And even in Ennis, you know, okay, we got the draw, but there was no Aaron Galan, there was no Daryl Donovan. Obviously, Keane Lynch was out, and, and you know he's not going to play any part of the weekend either. And um, Peter Casey, you know, maybe maybe in a position where he gets some time off the bench. But Limerick are still the team that that, that they have to beat. But Matt, I don't think we'll see you know, Limerick, rolling movers like they did Walford in the other semi-final last year or Cork in the final. I think the Clare will find a way to stay in it and the longer we stay in it, the better our chances. Can we do it? I think, look at Tony Kelly would have to produce another magical Tony Kelly performance and obviously O'Donnell and Duggan that didn't really contribute much from from play the last day. They left to play well, the defence left to play well and there's a lot more ifs about Clare you know, needing to win than the, the you have about Limerick, but but Matt, I mean, this is going to be a cracking game, and and you know, for me as a Clare person, we're travelling down in real hope, and um, behind the team that, to be honest, about it looks like it's really playing for the manager, playing for the jersey, and that's uh, that's great to be a Clare supporter saying that.
0: Okay, Sheamusicky, your assessment of Clare, particularly Tony Kelly, because he has such been carrying the team almost for years, almost single-handedly, does he become more dangerous now that he has more players around him? we were able to make more significant contributions.
1: So for me, I've learned nothing new about Tony Kelly this year. For me, it's all about what Clare have been able to do around him. This Clare team is absolutely for real. I really, really enjoyed watching them from the start of the Championship. Um, I felt before the Cusick Park game uh, in Ennis that it was going to be the game of the Championship, and I wouldn't be surprised if these teams played three times this year in Championship. I really wouldn't. So you're expecting Um, the two of them to get to the All-Ireland Final? (laughs) Well, to me, they're the two best teams in the country at the moment. Um, and and form and results, I think, prove that out. Um, but for me, Clare, Peter Duggan and exactly what James was saying, Shane O'Donnell, they're absolutely essential to what makes this Clare team tick. Because getting the half-back line right with David McInerney, John Connan there, and David Ryan, that line is as formidable a half-back line as is in the competition. And then, you know, to take the burden off of Tony, the ball-winning ability of Peter Duggan, the, the creativity... The, the industry of Shane O'Donnell, I think it really unlocks the, the potential of this Clare team. Uh, when they took John Condon off the square, I thought it was madness uh, because they didn't have a presence there. Uh, and for me then, Peter Duggan, what he's done since he's gone in there, and Tony, because they tried him out early there against Limerick in Cusick Park, uh, against Mike Casey, you know what they're doing there as a chief ball winner in, in full forward, that to me unlocks a whole load of potential around uh, the number 11 position. So that's what makes them really dangerous. And against Limerick, it was the one game this year where Tony was, you know, he was the the sole scoring load for for the Clare team, which, you know, is a good thing for Clare, uh, that he hasn't shouldered that burden in the other games. Um, and to me, that's probably one of the, the greatest positives for Clare so far this year is that the Limerick game is the sole game that he was able to unlock it. A, I suppose a really rigid uh, and normally stingy Limerick defence, uh, and it probably needs something similar again.
0: Now, what about Limerick, Seamus? And uh, there we heard James say he doesn't expect Keane Lynch to feature. How many of Limerick's best starting 15 would you expect to be absent?
1: So that's the, that's the key question. So Keane, Keane is out, uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, and then you're going to have Gallan back, you're going to have Seamus Flanagan with more gameplay underneath his, his belt. The Clare full-back line, I think, are going to be asked a hell of a lot more questions in Thurles than they were in Cusick Park. Because um, I expect uh, Conor Boylan to drop out. I expect either Casey um, uh, or Graeme Ocahy to to be beside Seamus Flanagan and Nary Galan. And to me, you know, with Galan in there, that whole full-forward line unit looks like a very, very different unit. Um, the team named for the, for the last game against Clare for Limerick is going to be the same. To, I think you're going to see Kyle Hayes stay at 11 and you're going to have either Seamus or Aaron stay at number 14. And then you're, if we can get Peter Casey in there, I think it'd be great, but he's had very little to no match practice outside of what they're doing in, 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 internally. So, you know, you know, it's as close to a full team as they've had this year, um, minus maybe a, a Peter Casey that has had a number of games under his belt.
0: So how are in with that, Peter, Jamesy, that you're going back towards a full-strength Limerick team?
2: But again, again Matt, I mean, you know, we, we know the level that they that they play to so the question for Claire is, you know, can they can they get up to that level? But Claire match up physically with them and in a way Matt, you know, all these guys were in college together. They played given together, um, and there's a healthy disrespect I think in that. Care dressing room, you know, far Limerick, um, and they won't be any backing down. And I that's this team is playing maybe in the in the in the manner of their manager too, you know, and and he's you know he's got the defenders and the defense really playing as a unit. That and, and and attacking the ball and that gives him a chance. But you know, getting the matchups right is is vitally important. And Galen bothers me because you know if Connor Cleary, you know, has been excellent fullback, and I think Cleary, you know. We'll do, we'll do a job there but I, I suspect Limerick might might try to start the okay. in the corner get clear away at the of square and he's the danger man stop him that and we're, we're a good bit closer to, to having a, a real fighting chance
0: It promises to be a great game in Seppel Stadium in Thurlis on Sunday Clare against Limerick James O'Connor Seamus Hickey thank you both very much for being with us The Last Word with Matt Cooper Today
1: FM It
0: all happens here